pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there and welcome to another Big Rap Show Podcast. How are you? Hope you're all keeping the best out there in podcasty land. What a busy week it's been. Yeah, as always, we've got tons to talk about this week. And if anything, it's probably all going to be dominated with piping news this week. This week's topic of the week is a good one, but it's mostly all about the news this week. There's been a serious amount of activity in the piping world this past week, so we've got tons to get through. Plus, what did you think of last week's podcast? A two-hour epic podcast. And the reason for that, I have to explain... We recorded nearly about three and a half hours worth of material for the podcast and there was just too much stuff to cut. And if anything, I couldn't shrink it down any further. I thought that the content that we had on last week's podcast was just brilliant. So I have to say, whoop, (laughs) professional podcast. There's my phone going. Ah, stop beeping at me. Right. (laughs) It was just way too much stuff that was good to cut. And yeah. Thank you to everyone who took the time to speak to me on last week's podcast at the Kids with Cancer charity event. And I think, the, uh, going by the recent count, I think they're looking towards maybe five to six grand at the moment. But we are still waiting on a final total for the whole event. So I have to say, the whole event, the Kids with Cancer charity night, was a complete roaring success. Thank you to Gary Smith and all of his organizing team for putting all of that together. And for everyone who hit the stage at that event... Woo, that was incredible. Plus, I hope you managed to enjoy the performances by St. Lawrence of Toolpipe Band. We did have special agreement from the band themselves to actually put their performances on the podcast. So in case anyone was asking for rights reasons and everything and copyright and all of that sort of stuff, we did have permission from the performing artists themselves. So, hey. There we go. We had the recordings live at the event, and yeah, we had full permission to put them on the podcast. So, full disclaimer, but it was awesome to be able to have the guys from St. Lawrence Atul uh, on our podcast and playing and chatting to us all about their upcoming concert and their feelings for 2019. Tons more stuff to come from the guys from St. Lawrence Atul. We will be hanging out with them uh, ahead of their big concert in Armagh in April. Really stupidly excited for that. So if you do have any questions or that to ask the guys of St. Lawrence Atul for this incoming season, then please do get in contact with us. BigRabShow at gmail.com and we'd be very happy to ask your questions of some of the guys in St. Lawrence. Grand. Okay, let's fly on. We've got a lot to catch up on. It's been a while since we've actually had a bit of a catch up on listener mail and stuff. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. But let's get into the domestics first of all, shall we? For those of you who haven't listened to the Big Rab Show before, then we are the show for the bagpiping folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Covering everything from competitive piping, Celtic music, folk music, all the way down to playing a peabrook in your front room, we are the show for you. So welcome. With each and every week, we introduce more people to what we do, and that's exactly why we're here. We are trying to connect people with the bagpiping world around the world. So welcome. Like I said, we have noticed a bit of a jump in our numbers this last month or so. So we are introducing new people. So hello to all of our new listeners. If you are so inclined, you can go and support The Big Rab Show. It's a bit of a cliche now, but yes, you can help support our podcast by going to our Patreon page. The Big Rab Show on Patreon. And for as little as $5 a month, the same as the price of a cup of coffee every month, you can get your hands on tons of extra content. So, as well as episodes of The Big Rab Show Plus. Yeah, did you like that little sneaky clip that we put in on the end of uh, the podcast we had before the Kids With Cancer one? Yeah, we uploaded a little teaser of what The Big Rab Show Plus sounds like. So, mm, if you're interested to hear what goes on on Big Rab Show Plus, we've released episode one exclusively for Patreon subscribers. So, go along, click that support button, and you can have access to Big Rab Show Plus as well. So, you'll get to hear what our plans are for Rab Show Plus. Plus, you get to hear all the juicy backstage gossip of... oh. 
All sorts of goodness on the Big Rab Show, plus, if anything, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, head along to our Patreon page, click that support button. Every click of support really does mean the world. Uh, it's getting to the point now where we can no longer list our Patreon uh, helpers because there's just too many. So, if you are a Patreon supporter, you know that you are loved and appreciated. And yeah. <laughs> thank you all so much for clicking that support button. It means the world. All right. Let's fly on, shall we? We'll start off with some listener mail. Now, for those of you who are interested in the podcast and would like to be a part of the show, you can mail us mail us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Send us a quick email or even on our Facebook page as well, which is The Big Rab Show on Facebook or indeed on Twitter as well, if you want to follow us there, which is at Big Rab Show. You can get a message into us and yeah, your question or voice can be a part of the show. Now, one such person has uh, contacted us. His name is Ryan, and he says, Hey, Rab, hope everything's going well for you. It is indeed, buddy, thanks. He says, In the run-up to competition season, I was just wondering what your top three bands were to watch from each grade. Maybe send a voicemail if I can get another question. Haha. <laughs> Cheers, all the best, Ryan. Cheers, Ryan. Um, yeah, top three bands from each grade. We will be doing a whole podcast on our 2019 season preview. Before the season opens properly here in the UK in May, we'll be doing a full season preview. We'll be breaking down each and every grade, band by band, as to who we think will be our own particular highlights, who we will be watching. So that's to come. We are in the process of putting it together at the minute. Like I said, it's going to be pretty comprehensive. And uh, I know you guys love to listen to lists out there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hashtag channel rant. Uh, so yeah we will be putting together our full season preview and that's coming up shortly anyway let's get on to <laughs> more listener mail this one comes in from mary and she says hey rab just wanted to say that i really enjoyed uh last week's podcast so this was a while ago actually she says with all the interviews and everything i totally felt like a fly on the wall at winter storm so ah uh, she's talking about a winter storm episode brilliant uh, i also liked hearing more about tenor drumming i think you've already mentioned it it's on the list but having it as a topic of the week would be a highlight any chance we could have a tenor drumming episode that would be awesome keep up the great work mary well mary to answer your question yes we are in the process of putting together a specific podcast for tenor drumming as well as looking at all of our specialist episodes on bass drumming and we're nearly finished the episode on sexism as well which seems to be quite a controversial topic so no word of a lie that's been a, a difficult one to work on but yet we will be putting out our specialist episodes pretty soon and tenor drumming is one of them so we will be talking all about tenor drumming and the intricacies of what's going on in the tenor drumming world so that will be one episode for yourself mary so that's in the works as well so this is one thing i really want to suggest for you people out there who are listening to the podcast right now email us in it really is the lifeblood of the show As you guys make suggestions for things that you want to hear about or questions that you want answered, then please do mail us in because then we will do our best to shape our content around what you guys want. So if you want to hear more about tenor drumming, for instance, we will put together specialist episodes. Or if you want to hear about the price of beer at the world's beer tent, then yeah, we'll talk all about that too. (laughs) Just mail us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, came up for a little bit of abuse uh, from some listeners of the Rab Show, and I want to pick out this one particular email. This came in from Richard, and he says, Hey Rab, I was listening to your recent podcast about competition dates in Northern Ireland and the confusion surrounding Port Rush and the apparent lack of focus on the competition by Causeway Coast and Glens Council. Ooh, yes, I did that. fire a couple of shots at them. He says, In the interest of fairness, I would like to point out a few reasons why the council are placing so much emphasis on the Open Golf Championship as opposed to our pipe band competition. The two events, in reality, can't be compared in size and stature. Okay, well, to be fair, I'm not a golf fan, so I didn't know much about this uh, golf uh, event competition thing. So... Yeah, I was more focused on the pipe band. So to be fair, Richard, yes, let's hear it. So he says, the Gulf will bring an estimated £80 million to the Northern Ireland economy. Okay. And he says, and will be the largest sporting sporting event ever to be staged in Northern Ireland. Okay, I honestly didn't know that either. He said, 300 million people will watch it on television worldwide 
and the local hotels, bars and restaurants will benefit from an extra $17.5 million being spent on their premises. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> he said it can be argued that the British Open is the most prestigious tournament in the world and sold out for the first time ever, with over 190,000 visitors expected over the four match days, of which Richard will be one of them. There you go. Fair play, Richard. Do you know what? This is an education, man, and I'm not kidding. I'm not kind of trying to you know, play stupid here. I honestly didn't know about the open golf. I don't know much about golf at all. So this is quite impressive. They have a huge event. So the ever-popular Portrush Pipe Band competition, whilst an enjoyable family day out, is nowhere near the scale of this golf tournament. As a bandsman myself, I wish it was the other way around, but it looks like the bands can't compete. And the draw and the draw of Rory McElroy and friends. D- yeah, I have to agree there, Richard. So, yeah. Whenever you quote those kind of figures... 80 million quid for the Northern Ireland economy for that one event alone, with 300 million people watching it on television worldwide, it kind of puts it into perspective. Yes, our Portrush pipe band competition is still in a bit of a state of flux. That's on the piping news. We'll get talking about that later. We also got another a bunch of different emails from people saying that they've really enjoyed the Kids with Cancer Charity Night uh, podcast. So thank you to everyone. People wanting to give a shout out to Grant Cassidy, actually, and wanting to wish him the best of luck with his new appointment with Uddingston. Tra- tra- I'm, ah, I'm butchering that name. <laughs> I keep saying it wrong. Uddingston Strathclyde Pipe Band. So there you go. Uddingston Pipe Band. And, yeah, his new appointment, they're all wishing Grant the very best of luck. So, thank you, everyone. I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed that podcast, by the way. It is two hours long. It is a bit long uh, for some, and it is a bit of a, a hard listen, if you want. You know, you kind of have to sit and concentrate on sometimes because the, the audio levels and things were hard to, to manage, especially with the Richard Parks interview and Terry Tully as well, but kind of difficult to hear. So, apologies for some of the audio quality, but, hey, it was a two-hour-long epic podcast and definitely worth a listen. So there you go. If you haven't caught last week's podcast, go and check it out. Okay, on to another email. This one came in from Chris Shepherd. He's a piper with the City of Albany Pipe Band. He says, hey, Rob, actually not sure if the first part is suitable. Uh, you had mentioned a couple of weeks ago that Scottish Power might be doing the pre-Worlds concert. So um, Richard is able to confirm that that is the case. Yeah, so the Scottish Power will be doing... The big pre-Worlds concert this year. So now, Richard, you're not the only person to have confirmed this with me. Unfortunately, there has been a few people get in contact with the show recently saying that it will be Scottish Power this year. So it hasn't been officially announced yet, however, is what's making me nervous. Normally by now we would have heard the official announcement, but so far there's been nothing. Which is really strange, because this is what, February? Normally you would hear an, an announcement. By now, but we have heard nothing. So, but yeah, I think the talk of the town and everyone around the piping world seems to know that it is Scottish Power who are doing the big pre-Worlds concert this incoming year, the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. That will be something, all sorts of special. Really excited for that. So there you go. But once we have the official announcement, I will let you guys know and how to get your tickets, etc. All that good stuff. So that's all to come. So Chris Shepard goes on to say, he said, second, I would uh, like to please add a bit of an announcement. The Capital uh, Capital District Youth Pipe Band are holding their annual indoor competition on Saturday, February the 23rd at the Celtic Hall in Albany, New York. The event will cover all the way from grade 5 chanter, practice pad, all the way up to the professional grade, both for pipes and drums. Also, there will be a mini band competition. So for more information and for entry forms, go to sgpipeband.com. So all sorts of awesomeness. And so he's also put in here and say, yes, he will also send me the results. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. So, yeah, that's Chris Shepard there, Piper of the City of Albany Pipe Band. Thank you very much, Chris. That's quite an exciting event, actually. I think I remember you talking to me about this uh, last year, I think, from all accounts. And, again, seeing that there's going to be a mini-band competition as well, all sorts of interesting. Yeah, so I wish you the best of luck there. So 23rd, that's coming up awesomeness now to summarize we have tons of other emails in our email account here but most of them are all saying that they're that you guys are enjoying the content on the rap show i do have to ask them those emails are great they're brilliant actually they really kind of swell our heads and make us all feel amazing you know we're doing a good job which is great to hear but if we're doing a crap job please also tell us as well if there is something that we're not doing 
well enough or you would like to hear more of, then please get in contact with us. Big Rab Show at gmail.com. There you go. All right, let's fly on with the piping news because we have got so much stuff to get through. It's ridiculous. It's been a bit of a crazy couple of weeks uh, since we last spoke to you guys. All right, let's fly on. Some events, first of all. Mackenzie Caledonia are throwing their annual Junior Piping and Drumming Championship. This will be on February 23rd, same date as that other competition, and this will be held in Craigie High School in Dundee. For full information, go along to Mackenzie Caledonian's Facebook page where they have uploaded all of the entries and everything, uh, telling you all the play times and all of that, and also ticket information on how you can get through the door and attend this amazing event. So shout out to Mackenzie Caledonia. Going to be busy on the 23rd of February. Now, let's talk about the Metro Cup, shall we? Callum Bowman won it again, which is just embarrassing, Callum. Come on, that makes it four in a row. Four times in a row, Callum has lifted this. So he's lifted the Metro Cup by winning the medley uh, section, I think. The Peabrook went to uh, Derek Midgley, I think it was. He lifted the first in the Peabrook, but uh, Callum obviously got it on medley preference. So congratulations to Callum. Now, also at the Metro Cup event over the course of the past weekend there, we had Alex Gandhi as well, who also won himself a silver medal qualifier spot. Not too shabby. Well done, Alex. And, of course, Stephen McWhorter was there, and he won himself a world solo qualifier, which is really interesting. A lot of people saying that Stephen made the journey to the Metro Cup specifically for that reason, to get his world qualifier spot and to book it early. He wanted to book a spot in that qualifying spot early so then the rest of the season could be spent concentrating on Inverary. So very clever gameplay on behalf of Stephen McWhorter. So, but hey, he's won that world solos I don't know how many times, and there's a reason. (laughs) He is an incredible player. So there we go. He's won himself a world solo qualifying spot. Well done to Stephen McWhorter. Now, I also have to say, whenever you're talking about the Metro Cup, uh, I have to give a shout out to the Dojo University. Those guys managed to live stream the event this year. They've live streamed it all over Facebook and all of that sort of stuff, so... Yeah, thank you to the guys at the Dojo University. It was just brilliant to be able to sit in the house, throw it up on the big TV or whatever, and just sit back and watch the competition. It was brilliant because otherwise, in previous years, we haven't been able to see what happens at this event. You know, all I've really been able to do in previous years is just report on the results like I just did. But this year, we are actually able to sit and watch the performances. Now, some of them... Top class stuff, especially the Peabrook event, actually. I was actually really enjoying the Peabrook. Um, don't know why. I'm a drummer, after all, and I shouldn't enjoy Peabrook, but, whoa, it was something else. So, again, thank you to the Dojo University for all your live streaming work over the course of the weekend at the Metro Cup. I can understand how difficult it is, so you guys really pulled it out, and it was fantastic. Well done. Okay, so for those of you who want to go back and watch it again, I think you can. Just go and check out the Dojo University page on uh, Facebook and you can go back and watch all their live streams. Awesomeness. Okay, another event. Joseph Ford Memorial Pipe Band are holding a table quiz. Now, there's lots of fundraising events in this week's piping news, so just bear with me uh, for those living internationally. But for those living locally, uh, you may well, well want to go to this. So it's at the Head of the Road Bar in Portadown. This has been the 21st of March. Doors open at 8pm and all ticket information is available from any member of Joseph Ford Memorial Pipe Band. Now, this event... It's kind of pegged as being a bit of a pre-season party and a bit of a get-together and an all-over night of crack and banter, so definitely worth getting to. And help support Joseph Ford Memorial and a bit of fundraising. Awesomeness. Okay, now, a little bit of interesting news dropped not too long ago. Actually, just a few days ago from when I'm recording this. Uh, Bruce Cargill has resigned as the con- as a convener? Basically, yeah, he was on the board. <laughs> <laughs> convener or convener I don't know how you pronounce that but Bruce Cargill he's resigned as part of the RSPBA music board he was on the part of the board who managed the music board if you will so this is really interesting a lot of people would scan over this and go ah well okay another big wigs resigned but this is something if you read into it more it's kind of really interesting as to what's happening For those of you who aren't aware of what the RSPBA Music Board are, they are basically a board of prolific pipers and drummers from throughout the piping world who make decisions as far as what 
stuff, the playing requirements basically for each grade. And also, they make the big decisions around grading. So now, as I'm sure you guys are aware, we've talked about a lot of bands who have been regraded, upgraded and down throughout of this course of this winter months. And there's been some controversial decisions. Some of them have been really questionable. And we've talked about it here on the podcast. So, yeah. I don't know. Specifically, there's been quite a lot of grade one bands that have been downgraded this last while. Now, whether that has all been warranted, it's all been argued out here in the show before. But it shows that perhaps things are not all going as smoothly as we would have hoped at the music board. Is this a sign of possible unrest at the board? Seeing how Bruce has now stepped down and resigned, and he's refusing to talk to anyone to give any real reason. I think, if anything, this is what leaves it all up to speculation. The more you try to hide something, the more people talk about it. So with Bruce not actually giving a reason for his resignation, and nobody on the music board actually is telling us why Bruce has stepped down, it's leaving it wide open to speculation. So the rumour machine is turning over, as I'm sure you all know. And us on the Rab Show have been privy to most of it, because you guys email it into us. So as soon as this announcement came that Bruce had resigned from the music board, lots of rumours started floating around as to the reasons why. Now, all sorts of suggestions saying that it's because these guys got upgraded, these guys got downgraded, and Bruce didn't agree, and da-da-da-da. It's all a bit cloak and dagger. I think, suffice to say, without paying attention to any of the rumours, I want to wish Bruce the best. He has resigned for whatever purposes, and yeah, clearly that's him out of a job now on the RSPBA music board. But for those left behind on the music board, you're a man down, and clearly a very senior man down. And I would kind of take a step back now and make a judgement call on whether your decisions over this past uh, year have been correct or not. Or the reasons behind this resignation, do they need to be looked at? Do they need to be addressed? A lot of very interesting times at the RSPBA Music Board. Now, is this a direct result of recent discussions on regrading over the 2019 season? I don't know. I can't really say either yes or no, that's the case. But either way, it's very interesting times at the Music Board and the RSPBA. If we do hear an eventual reason for why he's resigned and walked away... Of course, we'll report it here on the show. But suffice to say, it's very boring. (laughs) It's not exactly exciting stuff. But it is interesting. Whenever you see senior figures in quite a prestigious role like Bruce was in, to just suddenly up sticks and leave. It's very strange. So there you go. That's that one bit of news. If that story develops any further, of course, you'll hear it here on The Rab Show. Onwards to another couple of events. Scottish Fire and Rescue Pipe Band are throwing a bit of a fundraiser. They're holding a race night. This is going to be in St Vincent's Bowling Club in Glasgow. Tickets are 12 quid and there's going to be a buffet included as well. Awesome. It's going to be in April the 26th and all proceeds will go towards the Scottish Fire and Rescue Pipe Band for their 2019 season. So there you go. A lot of bands doing a bit of fundraising. Another band that's doing some fundraising is Bally Bowley Pipe Band. They're celebrating their 100th year anniversary by throwing a massive concert. At the Theatre at the Mill in Newton Abbey. Going to be on the 6th of April. Tickets are 15 quid. And the star attraction, Fred Morrison. Yeah, God, Fred, you legend. Ugh. Yes, Fred Morrison will be there 6th of April at the Theatre in the Mill in Newton Abbey. Like I said, tickets 15 quid and they're cheap at three times the price. We all know Fred Morrison can put on a blistering show. So yeah, what a way to celebrate your 100th anniversary for the Bally Bully Pipe Band. Go along to this concert, you will not be disappointed. Fred Morrison, man, what a legend. Okay. Let's fly The Red Hot Chili Pipers also this past week have scored a top 10 hit in the UK charts with uh, a singer called Tom Walker. Now, I'm not big up on my pop music, to be honest, but Tom Walker apparently has been nominated for a Brit Award for Best Newcomer, and he's been uh, in the charts quite a lot. Now, recently Tom was doing a bit of busking on... uh, one of the main shopping avenues in Glasgow, and had the chilies playing with them. Now, this was all videoed and put all over social media, as I'm sure you heard Grant Cassidy talking about it on last week's show. Well, they decided to go in and actually record it and do it properly. So they went in and done it in the studio, released it as a single, and here it is. It's a top ten hit for Tom Walker and the Red Hot Chili Pipers, which is just brilliant. The song itself is called Leave a Light On, and 
it's just outstanding. So to hear Highland Bagpipes on a, as a top 10 chart topper, and so you, you turn your radio on in the car and there's the chili blasting out. It's just brilliant to see Highland Piping and Drumming in the charts here in the UK. So it's just fantastic. So shout out to you guys at the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Well done and keep up the stellar work. It's just awesome to see Highland Piping and Drumming in the charts. And shout out to Tom Walker as well for taking the gamble and having the Highland Pipes playing behind him. Awesomeness. So well done. So there you go. Also, on we're talking about recording studios, a the band called Fluke. Fluke are in the studio again. I'm sure you guys out there know who Fluke are. They're quite uh, prolific in the Celtic music scene. Fluke are back in the studio recording their fourth album. This one's going to be called Ancora. And it's going to be due for release on April the 12th. So <laughs> it's available for pre-order, however, at the minute. You can go onto their website. I think it's flukemusic.co.uk, something like that. Uh, but you can check out the full details on the Fluke uh, social media. You can go on the Facebook or the Twitter and all that sort of stuff. And full details for their pre-orders are all up there. So if it's anything going to be like their previous three albums from Fluke, this is going to be well worth a listen, especially for piping fans. So some incredible music coming our way. So April 12th, Ancora will be released. And yeah, shout out to the guys at Fluke. That's definitely going to be well worth a listen. <laughs> okay, Kalabaki Pipe Band are going to be holding their 32nd annual solos. Yes, this is kind of like a precursor to the Northern Ireland season. It's kind of a mainstay now. So like I said, it's been running this as its 32nd year. This will be held on the 6th of April. And this year they're going to be introducing a Peabrook competition. Not bad. I think last year they introduced bass drumming, or maybe it was the year before. So it's good to see that this event is actually progressing and introducing new things every year. So especially this last four or five years, they've introduced a lot of new stuff. So it's great to see. So shout out to the guys at Kulabaki Pipe Band and their solos coming up the 6th of April and this up-and-coming Peabrook competition, which will be really interesting to see. So entry forms and all of that good stuff will all be available from the 22nd of February. So there you go. Not too long from now. So whenever full, full information of any draws and playtimes and all of that comes up, then we will let you know. All right. Let's get into one of the biggest topics that happened over the series of this last three weeks, and that's competition dates. Now, that, like I said, we had that email earlier that kind of put it in per, into perspective about the golfing event and everything. So that's one thing I didn't understand. So kudos. I will take my medicine, as they say. Stuff that rap got wrong. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, but let's talk about the competition dates this week. Uh, we have kind of raised a bit of controversy between ourselves and our association here in Northern Ireland. Uh, let's just say... It's been rough. Yeah, the association are not happy with us on the RAB show. Now, the reason behind this is that RSPBA headquarters released the dates for the Northern Ireland season. I spotted these dates and, uh, yeah, we thought, woo, there we go. We have the dates for the Northern Ireland season. So I released them, put them all up there on the website or the Facebooks and whatnot and thought, awesome, there's our season. It's now in place. Awesomeness. Well... Apparently, I was wrong, and the dates published by headquarters were incorrect. So, I was left with kind of egg on my face. Now, a lot of emails back and forwards and Facebook messages and tweets and whatnot, and it's very clear that the RSPBA, Northern Ireland Branch, are not happy. Now, the reason behind this is because they feel they are getting the blame for these competitions not being put in place. I have to stress, I am not pointing the finger at our associations. It is certainly not our RSPBA Northern Ireland who are at fault here. This is all down to our district councils. I've said this time and time again, but yet our associations still feel I'm picking on them. I am not by any means. This is all our district council's fault, It's whether it's political reasons, financial reasons, or whatever is going on with our councils. Something needs to happen and quick because they are kind of putting our pipe in uh, season on hold as a result so the rspba northern ireland branch uh, kind of pointed the finger at the rab show and said these dates are wrong don't believe what rab says it's all nonsense all of that sort of stuff so that came across as a bit nasty whenever it wasn't our mistake to begin with it was rspba hq <clears throat> anyway we're not going to get into who's to blame or who was at fault whatever we can take our medicine like i said earlier fair enough we published dates if they were incorrect fine we can blame whoever we want to blame. 
But let's look at the competition dates that the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch put out as a result of all of this controversy. There was a lot of backlash from the piping crowd, especially locally here in Northern Ireland, complaining, giving out, why is our season still on hiatus? What is going on? So RSPBA Northern Ireland finally put out dates that they have in their calendar so far now i said so far these are the dates and even some of them are only provisional a lot of these are still not agreed yet so looking at the northern ireland calendar we have ards and that's on the 11th of may so that is essentially the start of our season now this is also a bit controversial because we're not going to bangor bangor has been kind of the the kicking off point of our pipe band season now for years so it's Really disappointing to see that it's not going to Bangor. However, it's certainly a feather in the cap for Ards. So, it will be interesting start to the season, I believe. So, yeah, Ards on the 11th of May. In Eskillen on the 25th of May, it will then be going to Mid-Ulster on the 1st of June. Now, they say Mid-Ulster because a venue hasn't been sorted yet. That doesn't. I don't know if it's going to be in Cookstown like it normally is or if it's going to be elsewhere. But Mid-Ulster Championships will be on the 1st of June. Then there's one that's going to be quite interesting. It just says Belfast, 8th of June. Now, I did ask, is this going to be in Stormont? Uh, or, you know, is that supposed to be the date for the UK Championships in Lurgan? And, yeah, I was told there will be a competition in Belfast on the 8th of June. Uh, that was the response I got. So, 8th of June, Belfast, I suppose. Once we hear more information as to where, <laughs> I'll let you know. Antrim then will be on the 22nd of June. Okay. The all Ireland's then will be on the 6th of July. And as far as I understand, that's in Balamina. The County Antrim Championships will be held on the 20th of July. Apparently, this will be in Glenarm. And that's to be confirmed. Now, if this is to coincide with the Glenarm Dalriada Festival, the Dalriada Festival doesn't happen on the 20th of July, as far as I understand. It happens on the 13th and 14th of July. Hmm. So, don't know about the County Andrum Championships being on the 20th of July. I guess we'll wait and see. But like I said, on their release, this is all to be confirmed. Also, Portrush competition, like we were talking about, is going to be held on the 3rd of August. Apparently, this is going to be pending council ratification, according to their website. So, again, waiting on council agreement whether Portrush will actually happen. But at the looks of things, it's going to be happening before the Worlds this year. So, the 3rd of August. There you go. 10th of August, we're heading to Moira. There you go. And then Newcastle then have the Ulster Championships and the Champion of Champions, of course, on the 24th of August. Now, that was not what was published in the press recently. Uh, the Morn Observer, which is like a, a local newspaper to Newcastle, uh, actually said that it was going to be on a different date in August. So the 24th has been published by RSPBA. It's been published in the media as other dates. All very confusing. I think the whole pipe band season in Northern Ireland is in such a state of flux. It's just confusion all round. And the only ones that are really set in stone are our major championships. So if you are trying to book travel and all of that sort of stuff for some of the majors, don't worry. They are set in stone. If you go to the RSPBA website, check their calendar, ignore all the Northern Irish dates because they're all subject to change. But as far as our major championships goes, our Scottish, our UKs, our Europeans, all of those, all set in stone. Go and book your travel arrangements for those now. So, apologies to everyone who's been contacting us on the Rab Show, asking us for dates for this incoming season. We are still waiting. I know. <laughs> this is what? Near the tail end of February, and we are still waiting on dates. I have to stress this again. It is not our association's fault. Okay. And I'm not defending them by any means, but I guess I am. It is not their fault what's happening at the moment. It's all down to district councils and whether it's political, financial or whatever is going on. But our district councils just cannot get their act together and give our Pipe Band Association a confirmed date. So I guess we will wait and see. So controversy aside, it's clear that the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch are not happy with ourselves on the Rab Show. And uh, we're not amused with what we had done, but we were only reflecting what their headquarters had put out. So I guess, I don't know, you can apportion blame as to where you like, whether we were correct or whether we were wrong. Either way, 
We spotted it being published by headquarters, and we thought, yes, this is awesome. Headquarters have confirmed the dates. So, I don't know. It is what it is, <laughs> I guess. Once we have confirmed dates from the Northern Irish, Northern Irish season, we will let you know. In the meantime, I guess that will be the last we'll talk on the topic until we have the final confirmed dates. So apologies to everyone whose message is in. We are just as equally frustrated as you guys are because we have plans to make ourselves travel arrangements and such. So I guess as soon as we know, we'll let you know. All right. Another date that has been confirmed, though, on the 20th of April is the Ulster Solos. This will be held in Listen to Garvey High School. Full details for the entry forms and the draws and all of that sort of stuff will all be released in due course. <clears throat> I think they're even introducing some new things as well, same as the Colabaki Solos. They're introducing peabot competitions and different things they got. Uh, but suffice to say, it's going to be on the 20th of April. Get that in your calendar. It's going to be in Listen to Garvey High School. And full details will follow on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. Now, shout out to Balagan Pipe Band. They're actually selling a full set of Adandi drums. Now, this is well worth a look. I think the band... Uh, Balagan actually managed to buy these drums from Boghall, if I'm right. I can't remember now off the top of my head. I think they bought them originally from Boghall, uh, and so then used them for a season, and then here they are, they're selling them on. So anyone out there interested in buying a full set of Anandi snares and tenors and all that sort of stuff, then contact Balagan Pipe Band. Definitely going to be worth a look. Now, again, I keep getting slagged about the pronunciation of it. Is it Balagan or Balagan? I don't know, I've heard it pronounced two different ways. But there you go, they're selling all their drums, so go and check them out, they're on their social media, and you can get a hold of some drums. Okay, on to more events. Listen to Mulligan Pipe Band are holding a quiz and stew night. <laughs> this is in February 22nd, doors open at half seven. It's going to be held in Listen to Mulligan Orange Hall. Tickets are five or a person, and yeah, you're up for a great night's crack. And also, yeah, supporting Listen to Mulligan Pipe Band, who are doing a bit of fundraising. So why not? So head down for a quiz and a stew night, which sounds all sorts of awesome. So you get a big feed of Irish stew and sat down for a bit of crack with a quiz. Brilliant. So that's Listen to Mulligan Pipe Band on February 22nd. Doors open at 7.30. Awesome. Now, you may have caught this, but the Breton Championships were this past weekend. Uh, past week, actually, I should say. And uh, yeah, shout out to Bagged Cap Caval, who won the championships. Congratulations. Now, all of the videos of all their performances are all up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. We've been sharing them out as we found them. Now, some of these, uh, these, these bands, man, they're just insane. When You know, they have a full line of Highland Pipes along with a line of snares. And then some guy at the back playing like five different bass drums. And then the guy's playing all the bombards and everything. The music that comes from some of these Breton bands are just incredible. It does take a bit of getting used to, however. So maybe the first listen you're thinking, whoa, what's going on? But by the time you're like two or three bands in, you can't get enough of it. Just, yeah, the whole championship itself was all live streamed, of course. You can get all the video clips are all available. Uh, so all you have to do is check out the Rab Show Facebook page. We've shared out a good majority of them. Uh, so shout out to Bagged Cap Caval. Those guys won it with style. I really loved their run. Really unusual music. Stuff that we're not ordinarily used to listening to in the, in the Highland Piping world. But definitely something worth checking out. Especially if you are a fan of Breton music at all. Go and check out the videos. They're all up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. And congratulations to Bagged Cap Caval champions for 2019. Awesome. Okay, another plug for another night that's happening, the Tartan Night, as they're calling it. It's going to be held in the Valley Hotel in Five Mile Town here in Northern Ireland. 23rd of March this will be, and it's going to be opening at 8pm. Tickets are a tenner and can be got from any member of Lisbeg Pipe Band. Because on the night will be appearing Lisbeg Pipe Band, Klaus Kelt and Tolly Lagan, of course, as well as solo performances from Andrew Shilliday, and as well as drum major displays throughout the night, plus loads more. This is going to be an awesome night of fundraising. This is all going to be helping towards uh, Louise uh, Smitten, I think she's going to the Sacramento Games. I think we had Louise on the show there not too long ago. So Louise is travelling over to the Sacramento Games in America, and she needs a bit of fundraising to help her go over for 2020. So there you go. She's throwing this event then with tons of great people from the piping world, from Klaus Kelt and Tully Lagan, etc. and Lisbeg. Awesomeness. So, plus anything extra raised on the night will also go to the neonatal unit in Craigavon. So, for those of you who missed the Rab Show uh, two weeks ago, 
we have Louise on the show and she was explaining to us all about this incredible event and all the fundraising that she'll be doing to get over to the States to go and compete. So this is really interesting, if anything. And yeah, Louise is heading into the junior grade now in the drum major, so it would be very interesting to see how she gets on whenever she goes to compete in the States. So I will be following this story with interest. So I wish you well, Louise, for your fundraising. There's a shout-out for your uh, tartan night. Like I said, 23rd of March in the Valley Hotel in Five Mile Town. Tickets can be got from either from Louise's folks, from Adrian and Victoria, or from any member of Lisbeg Pipe Band. So there you go. Tickets are tenor. Cheap at twice the price. Shout out to the Hawthorne Pipe Band. Yes, shout out to the Hawthorne Pipe Band. They're holding a bit of a fundraising. Kaylee, this is going to be the 23rd of March in the Glen Ferry Hotel. Doors open at 7.30pm down under. And the tickets are $30. Not bad. The, actually, the, the acts on the night will be the Melbourne Scottish Fiddlers. I think uh, Hawthorne Pipe Band may be playing at this themselves. I'm not sure. That's unconfirmed, but you are guaranteed to have all sorts of awesome good fun at this event. I've uh, been told by some of the members from Hawthorne Pipe Band that this is kind of going to be a big uh, party, basically. (laughs) Yeah, so 23rd of March in the Glen Ferry Hotel. Uh, Tickets can be got from any member of Hawthorne Pipe Band. And like I said, $30 a ticket, definitely worth it at half the price. Twice, three times the price, man. It's going to be awesome. Okay, shout out for ourselves here on The Rab Show. We're actually doing a bit of a giveaway currently on our Facebook page. For those of you who haven't caught this yet, depending on when you're listening to this, of course, we're going to announce the winner on Fuse FM on the 26th of February 2019. Depending on when you're listening to this, it may have already finished. But we're giving away a copy of Kyle Rothschild's latest book. Yes, tunes from the flight deck. Thanks to Kyle. He's managed to provide us with a copy of it. And yeah, we're giving it away for free. Plus, that's not the... The, the star prize. The star prize really is Kyle has composed a tune but has no name for it. So if you fancy having your name as the title of his next tune, then yeah, enter our competition and you too <laughs> could be the title of the next Kyle Rothschild comp- composition, which would just be awesome. So imagine hearing a pipe band playing your tune. That would be awesome. So th- yeah, so there you go. Head along to the Rab Show Facebook page where we do have our Kyle Rothschild giveaway. Definitely going to be worth a look. All you have to do is like, share, and do all that kind of Facebooky stuff. And you too can get a free copy of the book plus your name set on stone as the title of a tune. Yeah, shout out to Kyle Rothschild again. Thank you, mate, for giving us this awesome prize and this opportunity. And yeah, to you guys, head along to our Facebook page. Go and enter a competition. Doesn't cost you a dime and you can get some free stuff. Oh, speaking of free stuff, I think all of our G1 uh, prize winners now have their stuff. I think we had uh, Aussie Broad put up the photograph that she got her reads and everything. I think Brian got his reads as well. And our winner of our G1 chanter has been more than happy. He sent us some emails saying that he loves his brand new G1 chanter, uh, platinum chanter and read setup. So, Awesome. It's great to see, yeah, that you guys got your stuff safe and sound, so it's brilliant. So who knows, we may have some future Big Rab Show giveaways. We're currently doing one at the minute with Kyle Rothschild. We may have others in the future, so stick with us. Grant, like I said, there's been a lot of piping news this week. (laughs) Now, I have to give a bit of a shout out to the guys at the Chandaran podcast. Yeah, there's been a bit of... um, Fake news, I think they call it in the States, isn't that right? Fake news, hashtag fake news, fake news. Um, so, yeah, the guys at Chandarant have been saying, uh, going around boasting that they are the best pipe band podcast. Yeah, I would kind of agree. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, but hey, it's a claim to fame. The guys at the Chandarant podcast have been killing it this last while. So if you haven't, go, go along to the guys at Chandarant. Give them a listen. Well worth it. Uh, but I have to advise, listener discretion is advised. So for those of you who are a bit sensitive in the ears, uh, may not be up for adult conversations and uh, all of that sort of stuff. <laughs> Swearing and effing and blinding all over the place. Then maybe not, maybe that might, might not be for you. But the guys at Chandarant have been dancing on the controversy landmine for quite a while. And they're getting quite good at it too. So shout out to Josh and Andy. As much as you guys are shouting, saying that you're the best pipe band podcast, uh, yeah, we love yous all the same. <laughs> yeah, it's no competition really. If anything, I think it's just a brilliant to say that there's two awesome 
pipe band podcasts out there and by no means are we in any competition so i know you guys out there are kind of some of you actually emailed in to say did you hear what josh and andy said oh they said they're the best we think you're the best oh you should go on your podcast and start slagging them off no i'm a massive fan i love the channel around podcast i've already told you guys this before i am hashtag one of the original six <laughs> so yeah i'll be donning my Robbie the Pooh shirt and wearing it to competitions this year it'll be awesome so yeah if you are i don't know trying to start a bit of a war between us and the channel Ram podcast i don't think that'll happen to be honest i have much love for the two guys out there the two knuckleheads from vegas that we think they're fantastic so yeah i think keep up the good work guys we're big fans here on the rab show so yeah awesomeness and yeah, they did liken us to the BBC of the piping world. Isn't that strange? Considering I do work for the BBC, which is even weirder. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I do work for the BBC. I do present a show there over on uh, BBC Radio Ulster, for those of you who don't already know. Um, but yeah, the Rab show is completely separate from the BBC thing. So I don't know, maybe the BBC is having an influence on the podcast. I don't know. Uh, but I don't think we've really changed our format since we started. Who knows? Anyway. And shout out to the guys at Chandler Ant. We love what you do. And for everyone who's trying to start a bit of a battle between the two of us, saying who's better, who's the best, and all this sort of stuff, we really don't care. We <laughs> we think the guys from Chandler Ant are doing an incredible job uh, bringing pipe band music and banter to the masses. And so keep it up, guys. We love what you do. Anyway, let's fly on. It's finally time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. Yes! Woo! It's time for the topic of the week. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. The Horace Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes including Henderson's And Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets And bespoke Highland wear including sparns and cap badges LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes If your drum corps needs a new look Then they can help you with a full custom design from Adante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. It's time for Topic of the Week. And, yeah, you may have clicked on this week's episode because of the title. Yeah, we're talking about the world's 2019, and it's looking like it could be exceedingly interesting. Uh, Yeah, the reason being is because I'm sure you've seen the story on Pipestrums.com, where it's now looked to be that there's only going to be 15 bands at this year's Grade 1. Now, that's not to be sneezed at. 15 bands, and that's it. Worrying, worrying, I think, is the word that I really want to use for this. 
15 bands in Grade 1. Now, in recent years, we have seen a gradual decline in Grade 1. And notably this past year. In 2018, we had 22 bands in Grade 1. Which, even at that, wasn't a huge number by all accounts. But 2019 is looking to be even poorer. In fact, this is the worst it's been since 1947. 1947, man! So, I don't know. This is scary. 15 bands in Grade 1. So, on the Pipes Drums article, they broke it down and actually give the reasoning behind this. And... Yeah, to be fair, it looks quite accurate. Let's look at the bands, first of all, that are expected to compete. All right? Now, a lot of these are actually all from the UK and Ireland. And that's another thing I really wanted to point out, that there are very few international bands actually playing in grade one. Hmm. Worrying stuff. Okay. Okay, well, look, I'm reading list. Hashtag channel around. Uh, 78th Fraser Highlanders, of course, will be there. Canterbury, uh, Caledonia, making the trip from New Zealand. Field Marshal. Glasgow Police, Glasgow Sky, Inverary, Johnstone, Loman and Clyde, Boghall, uh, Police Scotland, Fife, we have the PSNI, Scottish Power, Shots, Simon Fraser, and St. Lawrence Atul. And that's it. That's it. That's your grade one there. That's all of it. Now, not expected to compete, but we haven't really heard confirmed yet. It's the 78th Highlanders, Halifax Citadel, Auckland and District, City of Dunedin. Uh, Manawatu, New Zealand Police, Toronto Police, and Western Australia Police. Now, these are all the Grade 1 bands that we haven't heard from, but I think Western Australia will certainly not be competing. New Zealand Police, of course, have just lost their pipe major. Uh, Emma Conway, who's made the jump to shots. As far as Manawatu goes, haven't heard anything. And again, the city of Dunedin as well, had no idea. Auckland and the 78th Highlander, I think 78th Highlander, Halifax Citadel, very confirmed they're not coming. Auckland and District may have done the same. This is poor. This is poor. Now, whenever you consider the world runs over two days, and this is another kind of edge to the sword kind of thing. It's a two-edged sword. Number one, we've only 15 bands going to be competing in grade one if they all stick their entry forms in. Also, the world runs over two days now. Now, this was put in a suggestion for, I don't know how long the two-day event thing's been running for, but it was passed at an RSPBA AGM. Now, recently on the Rab Show Facebook page, we confirmed that there's been no changes or suggestions put forward uh, by any bands or that for discussion for this year's AGM, which tells us that there's going to be no change for the two-day event because it would have to have been passed at the RSPBA AGM, which is going to be in March so the deadline for getting all of your submissions for the AGM, that's now passed. So if anyone suddenly decides, oh, we only just want to hold it on the Saturday, you're too late. You can't. That deadline's passed. So we're stuck with the two-day event, it would seem. Now, as to what's going to happen on the Friday at the Worlds, I don't know. This is... New territory, to be honest. It's been suggested for uh, possibly moving some of the junior drum majors and stuff for the Friday and letting them have their own qualifying day and such, and then that kind of removes them from the Saturday to try and save time when it comes to giving the results and things on Saturday because that's the number one complaint from everyone at the Worlds is that the March past and all of that sort of stuff just takes way too long. Um, By the time you're reading out the results of Grade 1, you're in darkness and you're under floodlights, and it's kind of embarrassing. So the association need to sort that out. I've talked about that on the show before. Is there a better way to do the March past? Ugh, don't even get me started on that. But uh, yeah, it is an issue. And looking at the Friday and how we have now seen it's going to be inevitable that there will be a Friday, whether we like it or not, there's no real way we can push it through as a, an emergency ruling or anything like that. We're stuck with a Friday qualifying day. Regardless of what we put forward or suggest, we're stuck with it. Friday's happening. So... If we run the world's qualifying grade one on the Friday, essentially all we're trying to do is knock three bands out. That's it. (laughs) Because we only have 15 there and we need a final 12, we're only really holding an event on the Friday to knock three bands out. (sighs) Is it worth our while? (laughs) 
I really don't know. Especially, if anything, that's been suggested by some listeners as well of the rap shows. We talked about this on Fuse FM last night. It should we really call it a world championship whenever so many bands are just from the UK, Ireland and Scotland? I would kind of agree with that. Whenever you look, this, uh, we have the 70th Frasers from Canada. That's awesome. We have Canterbury coming over from New Zealand. Again, that's awesome. And that's really it. You've got Simon Fraser in there as well. from Can- And th- that's it. The rest are from the UK and Scotland and Ireland. So, I don't know, world championships when most of the bands are all from here? Very strange. And if anything, it kind of made me ask the question, what is happening internationally with our grade one bands? Now, we've been reporting this on the Rab Show now for quite a while, talking about how various different bands from around the world are having to step down from grade one for one reason or another, or actually having to be downgraded by their own associations. I could just list off a whole ream of names, but one of them, L.A. Scots, took the step down to grade two. And there's tons of other bands as well have all been either pushed down to grade two or have voluntarily took that step back. Now, this has left grade one in a position where they're now struggling for numbers. Now, it's also been suggested... (coughs) Excuse me. It's also been suggested the number cap could fix this. Now, as to how the number cap could fix this, the number cap, if you're only just tuning in now, The Rab Show, this has been a long-standing argument on the show about setting a maximum number for bands. Now, whether setting a number cap and limiting the number of players and bands would actually fix the problem in grade one? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because for a million different reasons. But I guess whenever you're seeing bands that have such a huge dynasty behind them, such as the Vale of Athol, actually closing their doors, it is very clear that it is very difficult to keep the machine running. Now, regardless of whether you're on top of the game or you're in the bottom of the game, it is so difficult keeping a pipe band running at the moment now i don't know why that is but it seems to be a multitude of reasons be it financial be it even geography a lot of players fly in internationally for some bands and again some bands play in a locality where finding players is just an impossibility if anything listen to the chanderant guys they're constantly talking about the lack of players in their local area whereas They live in Las Vegas, where there's millions of people living there. And maybe only a half dozen people play pipes and drums. So, I I don't know. Is it a thing that we should be doing now to try and advertise our piping world and show people that this is awesome, what we do? And You know what I mean? Basically doing what we're doing here in the Rab Show and trying to promote the piping scene and try to show people how exciting it is and trying to get people involved. The more people we can get involved the better our piping scene will be, the bigger our bands will be, and hopefully bolster the ranks of the bands that are potentially failing. It's just so disheartening whenever you have to read stories about bands such as The Veil having to close up their doors, and others as well. There's been countless others. I think Blairian District were one of the notable ones as well that stick out in my mind. Tons of other bands have had to fold due to lack of numbers. And it's just heartbreaking. Especially when you consider, you can see that our pipe band culture is in a state of decline currently especially in grade one now whenever you look at other grades however just have a look at grade two (sighs) grade two is where it's at at the moment that grade two is thriving they have so many talented bands in there it's incredible grade two is where it's at i have to say this incoming year for 2019 grade two man is gonna be off the chain Grade 2 is exceedingly exciting. But again, all of those Grade 2 bands, there may be a handful in there, you could say, could hold their own in Grade 1. If you were to lift them out of Grade 2 and plop them into Grade 1, how do you think they will do? There is a handful in there that could hold their own. So, is it a standard thing? Is that the problem? You know, are we lowering our standards? You know... I would argue no, if anything, I think the standards are continuing to rise every year. And the reason why some bands are finding it difficult to compete is because standards are too high, possibly. That's another thing. To be in and be a part of some of our grade one bands, 
to be able to play at that standard and have that level of dedication that some of these bands require, sometimes it's just too much. I don't know. There's so many different variables here. Grade 1 is seen as being a pressure cooker. And a lot of bands come and go and fold under that pressure. Now, whether that is a resultant fact on why Grade 1 is in a decline, don't know. Is it the whole pressure cooker thing? Is that way people only play in Grade 1 for a couple of seasons and then step back down again to relax? I don't know. I've known guys who play in Grade 1 upwards of 30 years and they're still quite happy playing away in Grade 1 bands. So I would argue against that fact. But there is still that argument. Why is Grade 1 failing if if bands are constantly falling by the wayside? Now, I'm sure I could list off a whole list of names, as I love to do here in the show, of bands who are no longer in existence that used to be Grade 1 competitive bands and now are no longer there. They're no longer to be seen. Where they are, no one knows. And I'm sure you guys can't yourself at home while listening to the podcast. I'm sure right now you're thinking of them. There's Victoria Police. There's Bally Cohn. There's tons of other bands. Kulabaki. Tons of bands that used to be in grade one competitive circles. And now, for whatever reason, are just no longer in existence. Closed up doors, shut up shop, no longer there at all. Is this a sign of the times? Is this where our piping world is going? Our grade one has seen a gradual decline. And now seeing that there's only 15 bands for the Worlds this year, that's so disappointing. Whenever you consider, it would take about an hour and a half. An hour and a half to get every one of those bands through the circle, playing an MSR set. That's bad. A whole hour and a half for the band to play their MSRs. And then maybe an hour and a half, two hours to play their medleys. And that's it. Your grade one competition's over. Then what do you do? (laughs) What are they going to fill the Friday with? So far, we haven't heard anything from the association. They haven't been drawn to comment. I've actually contacted them here myself, here in the Rab Show, and again, no comment. There's been refusal, actually, to comment on this as to what they're going to do with the Friday. But it's very clear, this is a huge problem for the RSPBA to try and address. What are they going to fill the Friday with? Now... It's very clear, Friday will cost the RSPBA and the organisers of the Worlds a considerable amount of money to run. The Friday event will be ticketed, obviously you'll have to pay to get your entry into the grounds, but that may not cover costs, considering that there are only going to be 15 bands there, will it actually draw a crowd? So how do you draw a crowd to Glasgow Green on the Friday if there's only 15 grade 1 bands going to be there? Yeah. The whole option kind of throws it all open. You have to throw it open to other grades. Whenever you consider grade 4B last year was insane. I think we had like four different qualifying groups for grade 4B. Grade 4A was very similar as well. I think with three qualifying groups for them. Insane. The lower grade bands should be helped. If anything, I would argue. Pull them forward to the Friday. Let them have their qualifying day on the Friday and then their finals on the Saturday. Yes, there is that argument that if you're not there, if you don't qualify for the Saturday, that's your world's over. So you kind of feel that you're not part of the action on the main day. So, uh, yeah, turn Friday into the main day. (laughs) Turn Friday and the Saturday into the main day. It has been argued before that Friday should be qualifying day for all grades, all the way up to grade one. So grade 4B all the way up to grade one. Everyone should be qualifying on the Friday with finals on the Saturday. It will certainly change the dynamic of the Saturday. Not going to joke. The Saturday is the main day. It's seen as the main focus. And Friday so far has been a bit of a damp squib. Nobody has really been a bit of a fan of the Friday. For those of you who have been lucky enough to step foot on Glasgow Green on the Friday for qualifying day, it's just weird. There's no atmosphere. It's the strangest event I've ever been to. <clears throat> you could be standing watching Simon Fraser one minute. Then over your shoulder, oh, there you go, Scottish Pirate. Oh, there's Boggies over there. It's just wall-to-wall grade one bands with no one else. Everyone else in the pipe band world that you can that you know play for different bands are all walking about in civvies, eating burgers and watching Field Marshal. It's weird. It's just very different atmosphere. Whereas on the Saturday, everyone's in uniform and everyone's dead excited to see who's going to win. So... I don't know. I guess 
The RSPBA have a big decision in front of them. What are they going to do for the Friday? They've made some suggestions already with drum majors and I think it's been shot down in flames. Not, not too many drum major people are very happy about this. So I don't think the drum major idea is going to fly. But as to what are they going to do with this Friday? Don't know. They'll be very interested to see. And if anything comes out from the AGM coming up here in March, we will certainly be reporting all of it in gory detail here on The Rab Show. So if anything would leave you guys with a question, email us in. What would your suggestion be to do with the Friday? Seeing that we only have 15 bands in in the world's this year, Qualifying. That's the 15 of the qualifying, by the way. That's not even talking about the final. The final's only 12. So is it worth holding a qualifying event event on its own on the Friday as a standalone thing? <clears throat> I don't know. It's been suggested that you could hold grade 1 all on the Saturday. And then for all the other grades, hold them on the Friday. That's been a possible idea. I don't know. I guess I'm leaving it up to you guys. Email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com We really want to hear what you guys have up your sleeves for the potential of the Friday at the World Championships. It's been told already that there will be a Friday. There's not no backing out of it. The Friday is there. We can't shrink it down to a one-day event. The Friday's been booked. It's happening. So, what are we going to do? Are we all just going to gather up on the Friday, eat burgers and stand about, and then wait for Saturday? I, I don't know. Anyway, very, very strange times in the piping world. But it's very clear. Our biggest event in the piping calendar, the World Pipe Band Championships, is in a bit of a state of flux at the minute. And it's all thanks to a bit of a recent decline in Grade 1. Now, whether this tells us that our piping culture and our piping world in general is all in a state of decline, I would disagree. It's been suggested, oh no, there's only 15 bands in grade 1. Next year there'll only be 10. The next year it'll only be 4. Uh, I disagree. If anything, whenever you look at some of the youth development programs and some of the pipe bands out there, especially but just recently there, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland were playing at a concert in Celtic Connections. And those kids were just blisteringly talented. It was incredible to see them. So all these wee young kiddos coming through the ranks... I dare say we will we will still have a very healthy and vibrant piping world for years to come. But whether we will still see the continuing decline in grade one remains to be seen. So, email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. What are your thoughts on the current state of the World Pipe Band Championships? Plus, what do you think we should be doing on the Friday, the World's Qualifying Day? It's very clear that the World's Qualifying Day for grade one will last about two or three hours and then we all go home (laughs) very strange anyway thank you guys for downloading this week's podcast it really means the world and if you haven't already please do hit that subscribe button so with each and every episode gets uploaded you'll get a notification letting you know that rab's uploaded another one so you'll never miss an episode excuse me plus don't forget Check us out on The Big Rab Show on Patreon. Go and click that support button. And like I said, every click of support really does mean the world. So for less than a price of a cup of coffee every month, you can get your hands on tons of extra content, including Big Rab Show Plus, which is all sorts of awesomeness. Yeah. Okay, Grant, time to fly on. We will see you here on The Big Rab Show next week. Please get your emails into us because next week we would like to have a bit of a focused talk on listener mail if possible so if you can please send us in your voicemails your emails all of that sort of goodness so yeah next week we would like to do a bit of a concentrated look at listener mail so if you do fancy being a part of next week's show please mail us in bigrabshow at gmail.com we would love to hear from you okay until then we will see you all again well that's it for another big rab show podcast thanks so much to our sponsors g1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best. <laughs>